Brigham today. I'm with my buddy Lucas from the Varsity B 200 medley relay at OPRF High School. Go Huskies. Lucas uh, is also writes for Eater, writes for New York Times about traveling, hosts Dining on a Dime videos, uh, is a big get for us on Taco Real Taco, Taco Talk Show, the talk show about taco. Right now, we're in Echo Park, Los Angeles. No, Silver Lake. We're in Silver Lake, Los Angeles. Feel humiliated. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's close. It's it's close. It's all the same to me. Do you know what neighborhood I love? You said. You live... No, love. Which one I love? You you love LA. You love LA. I love LA and I love Los Feliz. We love it. I love Los Feliz. Anyway... We're out in L.A., and I'm a New Yorker, and right now, New Yorkers have Los Angeles fever. And if there's one food that we associate with Los Angeles, it's Mexican food. And so I wanted to do some uh, hot takes with Lucas on some popular Los Angeles Mexican institutions or establishments. Sure. How do you say hot take in Spanish? Some takes calientes, takes picosos. Take I, I mean, I tomadas picosas. I would, I would do like, yeah, like and maybe like opinión. Opiniones calientes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so I'll just name some places that come to mind. I may or may not have been to these places, and I, you may or may not. I'm have. not like the taco guy. Not the taco guy, but you're. I'm a, a guy. I'm a taco guy. You're a taco guy. Not the best. Not the worst. Not the best. But uh, how about, let's see. Play, so these are places like people have told me, you got to eat at these places. Let's start with Guisados. Yeah. The Stewie Taco Place. What's your... I, people love Guisados. I mean, I think Guisados is... Um, they're... A sort of an inspiration to the taqueros out there and the small business owners. I think from their first restaurant on Cesar Chavez, they've grown. How many guisados so are there? Much. There's at least four. Four. There's the one on Cesar Chavez. There's one on Sunset. There's one. Maybe one downtown. Maybe one in West Hollywood. I, I feel like there's four. Four. Um, and they do, um, to their credit, some very Instagrammable little tacos, especially their, uh, sampler, which is a popular, the sampler is what I had, which is, which is a popular order. And they do, they do a horchata with cold brew, which I love. If you're a coffee fan, um, it's delicious. They, yeah, guisar means what? To stew? Well, yeah, and a guisado is a stew. So it's all, and it and took me a moment to catch on. It's all stewed. Which is kind of brilliant in yeah. a way because yeah. it just allows you to have a pot of shit and just leave it there. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to. Or, have, or can, a pot of chicken mole. Or, not right, not a literal human shit or any. Kind of shit, but it it's kind of brilliant because you're not cooking all day. Yeah, you're cooking once in the morning, 
and then maybe when you run out. But mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. It's clever. Stuff. Yeah, you're not stuck waiting for something to be tossed on the grill no. as a as a. It's like you have a big pot of soup, and you just dole out soup all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like their mole. I like their their tinga chicken tinga. I like. Um, they have some good vegetarian options too. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, they have a like a bistec, which is pretty good. The one taco that comes with the sampler that I'm not the biggest fan of is the chicharron. Mm-hmm. It's very gelatinous. Yeah, a cooked chicharron is, um, and that's just my personal preference. I don't yeah, think it's your taste. It's their chicharron. Probably a very fine gelatinous taco yeah. if you're into it. But I mean, guisadas is good. It's like, it's fine. It's 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 not my favorite place. It's not. A, it's it, I think it's good for they're good for what they do, and it's and it's nice that they have had a lot. Of, they've really been able to grow the business. Mm-hmm. Tacos Leo. Mm-hmm. We went there with uh, your friend Jazz. Shout out to Jazz. <laughs> Not Jazz, Cher. Cher, yeah. Had you ever been to Taco Flight Leo? attendant. Flight attendant, yeah. From our Worst Tacos in the World episode, which may air after this, or may have aired before this. Was that the worst? No, no, we're doing a, we did a, I talked to her about, in her travels around the world, mm. the worst Mexican food she's eaten. Or oh, you did an episode with Cher. I did a little talk with her. Before you did an episode with me, thanks. I saw her before I saw you. This trip is all about scheduling. Um, uh, wait, what you... did you think? You went. Yeah, I went, and I've been to Tacos Leo a few times. The first few times, it's a very exciting place to arrive at. You know, a whole gas station now converted to a, you know, there's a big, beautiful truck. A lot of people it's still a gas station, working. I guess, yeah, but... One part of it is one part is still a gas station, aside, but it's yeah. the. It, but major league people major, don't come for the gas. People don't come for the gas. Yeah, they come for the tacos. Come for the tacos. We, stay for the gas. Where did we actually go before that? We started off at at Top Round for roast beef right. sandwiches. Top and found and you discovered that great Top Round fried chicken yeah. sandwich. Check out my Chicken Sando podcast for a review of the wonderful top round fried chicken sandwich how many chi- how many podcasts do you have none but i just realized that there should be a fried chicken sandwich podcast because fried chicken sandwiches are very popular right now my friend stan owns the domain name friedchickensandwich.com oh man so stan the internet millionaire your sol buddy well i'll find something but anyway tacos leo the last time i went i was like you know what this isn't Number one in the universe, and no, I prefer but, no. I pre- but what? How many places are one. one? Yeah, but the the first few times I went to Tacos Leo, I was under the spell of I've I've stepped in something magical. Oh, okay. And then the last time I went, and I don't I don't know that it was a like an off night for them or just a really awake moment for myself and just saying you know this this is okay. Well, I think there's a ceiling to how good a dollar taco is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this you is want a to separate talk, discussion, but yeah, you want uh, to talk about some expensive tacos. Taco. What do you think yeah, of what do you think of uh, gorilla, gorilla tacos. tacos? Yeah, gorilla tacos. 
Grill Tacos is great. Now, Grill is, is a truck a chef. Where did he cook before? Vila. Um He cooked somewhere fancy. He decided, I'm going to take to the streets and sell some fancy tacos. I mean, the thing is, I don't, I'm not even sure he thinks of it as fancy tacos. I think it... He's going to put some good fancy stuff in tacos. It's just like, do something a little different and do some high quality ingredients and mm-hmm. I mean some people will sort of balk at the like black truffle the $20 quesadilla but like I think I've had they do like wild boar they, the sweet potato taco is always on the menu mm-hmm. it was always pretty good yeah um but I but like Tacos that are seventy five cents and tacos that are dollar like, they're not. That, those aren't going to be that good. I mean, there's tacos, limits to tacos. Leo is good. Like, it's more about the experience and. You know they bring out the trompo at night. Yeah, they go a- during the day and they don't have it out and they kind of have like the little bits. Mm-hmm. You know, but you go at night and it's a fun environment. There's like people causing trouble. And, I think that the time that I didn't enjoy it so much, it, probably a lot of it had to do because I was just dipping in by myself. Yeah. And there's a lot more to it when you're with a, a group of friends digging into some tacos, having a good time. You dig in the tacos and you watch the guy mm-hmm. slice on the thing and then he kind of flips the little bit of pineapple on. Mm-hmm. And I think the tacos can be a dollar because they don't put a lot of meat on the taco. Yeah. And I think they're they're good for what they are, mm-hmm. um, and it's more just about about mm-hmm. the experience. Yeah, going back the time that I went to Gorilla Tacos, I I didn't get it. I didn't know this story or whatever, and so I was kind of I was like, "What's a Peruvian potato doing on my chorizo taco?" This ain't hip hop, but now I think done the research I've done the reading I understand better ready to go back and not be such a snob about eating a snobby taco well I think it's you know, it, I mean it says it talks it's like the mental barrier of well I shouldn't have to pay this much for a taco yeah I should a hump there to you know tacos are supposed to be cheap mm-hmm. and Mexican food is supposed to be cheap but I think you can make tacos and Mexican food, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's and there's a right? big difference between paying six dollars, five dollars for a taco full of excellently sourced, uh, neat international ingredients, and being say in the East Village and paying five bucks for just a taco al pastor from Empeon al pastor and saying what is this tiny What's this garbage? Yeah. What's this deal here? You're just, you're just getting me. Well, I haven't been there. I've been to the one in the Chelsea Market or whatever. Tacos number one. No. That's I a, thought those were good. Those are good tacos. It took me. They just opened. They just opened a. Uh, I don't remember how much they cost. They're three ish, which is kind of a pretty. North of three bucks is pretty standard in in New York yeah. for below. Ninety sixth Street Taco. Um, that's a good place. Once I figured out to ask them to not put the avocado salsa on the tacos alpa store, things were 
much better for me in tacos number one. You like the red sauce? I like the red sauce. I don't want anything on my Alpa store cooling it off. Here's a question for you. Why do you think there aren't very many good tacos in New York? Well, um, I don't... Well, okay. Or do you disagree with well, that? Well, answer thing? number... In some ways, I disagree. In some ways, I agree. The main answer is there's not as many Mexicans in New York. There's just not a big Mexican population. So there's just fewer... There's less Mexican food. And, you know, I live now up in East Harlem the only Mexican neighborhood in Manhattan and there are more taco places and I used to go up there a lot to eat tacos before I lived there and was quite a defender but now that I live up there I've been thinking actually the scene might not be so great a lot of the places I've liked have gone out of business there aren't many taco places with like there's not a lot of taquerias not a lot of counter service it's a lot of sit down tacos Mm. it's hard to just grab myself a taco there's Taco Mix is very popular and I think it's not good. What is it called? A place called Taco Mix. It's like maybe it's because they use a mix. <laughs> they just they just use the mix it's and they. Not very good. Yeah, um, I don't like Taco Mix. That's like a that's a hot take of its own. And then but there's like some great like little quesadilla carts and stuff. And then there's places in Queens and Brooklyn Sunset Park that I do like. And then I mean I kind of go into this on episode zero. Uh, but <laughs> I think that how many subscribers do you have to this podcast right now? Well, the podcast. Well, at this point, we're at like thirty thousand. Thirty. Th- you're well, no, lying. No, no. By the time this is online, by the time this is online, I'm probably at thirty thousand. But now today, two days <laughs> after, two days after I first, two days after the launch, two days after, two days after the soft launch. I've noticed 15 listens. 15? One five listens. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I mean, I haven't even... Who do you think it is? You know, I can't say my mom because I know she hasn't had a chance. She doesn't have a computer, so who I, And I don't think it's... They're counting me more than once. So I'm not... I'm not I, 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 I don't know. Probably, probably some bots. Maybe Secret Admirer. Maybe Secret Admirer. But, you know, it's on SoundCloud and iTunes, and a friend asked me if it was going to be on Stitcher. Maybe it's Rick Bayless. Rick Bayless is probably listening. Can't wait to What do you think about Frontera Grill and Topolobampo? Never had Topolobampo. You know, Frontera Grill a couple times a while ago. Love that Choco. Love Frontera Tortas at O'Hare. Um, really? I think, yeah. I'll, or maybe I had love. a very bad experience there Oh, once. that's too... Or I think... Well, that's... I I like and trust Rick Bayless the way one likes and trusts a high school Spanish teacher with really precise pronunciation. Like Barbara Boyer? Did you have Barbara Boyer? No, I had... Oh, um, she was the best. I had... Um, I didn't stick with the Spanish in high school. I had the guy that looked like Ernest Hemingway. Mr... Oh, Papa Smurf. Uh... Yeah, Papa Smurf looking... What was his name? Something with an A. You had him for Spanish. I had him for Spanish. I know. I can see him. Yeah, I can't. And then, and then I took a little from. Well, I mean, mainly if we're going to. Wait a minute. Who did you? What did you take in high school if not Spanish? Excuse me. What did you take in high school if not Spanish? Well, I took like freshman sophomore year Spanish, and that was it. Just two years Spanish. Oh, and then you didn't take language anymore. I didn't. I didn't take any language after two years. What did years. you take? What did you have to take? Well, what did you fill that space in with? 
I'll take some like elective or anything. Like, you know, philosophy. Oh, philosophy. Senior year uh, and um, writing classes. With Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg. Were you in that with nope. me and Pete? No. Nope. AP Euro. Oh, wait, no. Pete wasn't in philosophy. That was uh, writing classes. Um, and, and AP Euro I had with. Were, were, were we in the same class of European history? I don't know. I had popped. You had pops too, but did we meet at the same? Where uh, was... Also in the class was. I was in the class with Pete and Hannah. Maya Vukovic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were in the same. You're in the same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a good. This is good. <laughs> uh, back to some takes. Kogi truck. Kogi is, I think, is and will forever be Roy Choi's very brilliant idea. Like supreme institution. It. Cre it created the food truck scene in L.A. Mm -hmm. Not that food trucks didn't exist beforehand, though I'm not sure they did. It kind of was to what one. extent they did, but like, Kogi really laid the foundation mm -hmm. for food trucks, mobile food, and for. Korean tacos, which you see Absolutely. emulated by other trucks all around. And in uh, the movie Chef and with Sofia Vergara. And uh, Scarlett Johansson. And, and the, the big dude. Who and, the, and the star. Who, who's the eponymous chef? John Favreau. That's right. Favre. When you, Favre. If you were going to roll up on a Kogi truck, what would your order be? Uh, I like the blackjack. That blackjack quesadilla is like, so good. And I like the just the regular tacos. Have you ever had the Pac-Man burger? No. I got that for the first time this week. Our first night in L.A., I think we went, my brothers and my mom and I, we went hard on Kogi. They, like, we took our order home in like a catering tray and got the, my first Pac-Man burger. And it's just, it's just the three meats, the chicken, the spicy pork, and the short mm. rib on a bun with, I think, mayonnaise. And it's delicious, but we, Good. a lot of the food tastes, the, if you order a whole lot of Kogi items, you'll realize, you'll find a lot of taste repetition because like they got chilaquiles sure. with chicken, which is this, it's the exact same as the burrito, mm -hmm. the wet burrito, except on tortilla chips, right. not in a tortilla. Which is good news. Good news. You don't have to get both. You can, you can pick one. Get one or the other. And you'll, you'll have the same taste, uh. Same tasty treat. Mm. Yeah. So, good for Kogi truck. How about... Have you heard Marisco Salisco? Yes, Marisco Salisco. That is a thumbs up. I love that, that shrimp taco. I love that shrimp taco. I love how they park in front of that like little empty office building and you can go inside and yeah. Sit inside there, and they've got just like just the up. woman selling candy and toys inside. There's like a clothing store too. A clothing, or just mm. yeah, a clothing rack there on the side. Yeah, Marisco. So, how describe those those shrimp tacos? Tacos Dorados. Yeah, I think, you know, it's like a, it's like a little empanada. It's yeah. like folded over, over some little shrimpies, mm -hmm. deep fried. Yeah. And then covered in a spicy red salsa and slivers of avocado. Yeah. It's pretty good. And 
you know, served super hot out of the fryer. And the guy, I think his name is Renee, is very protective of his recipe. Claims other people are constantly ripping him off. Um, and I love how like you get it, and it's like it's like so hot, it's actually like caused the styrofoam plate to like <laughs> burn, like wilt, uh-huh. you know, like like when you burn styrofoam. Um, but yeah, they're they're just very good, and they all they do great ceviches and um, uh, aguachiles, and mm-hmm. it's a good place. I've really been slow entering the the world of ceviches and the tacos number one people have opened a fish taco place in chelsea market also the fish tacos not dynamite but they've got some nice ceviche tostados and i think i'm finally mm. trans transitioning to a, a ceviche guy at least a little you bit you don't like you don't like not cooked things i just when ceviche was first offered to me, I hadn't, I wasn't even su- eating sushi yet and stuff. Mm. So it was a leap. And it's a whole different, the Mexican seafood culture is, is a, is, you know, that's a different department. I mm. think, you know, the sitting down with your saltines and stuff mm. seems like a learned, a learned skill, you know. I remember living in Mexico and when I was down in Mexico, you know, someone always asked me if I liked a, you know, if I like mariscos, if they've got something called a Vuelva de Vida, come back to life, that's like a big, I'm not sure what that was, but he always go on about how he loved those. And I wasn't as into tentacles and slivers of things mm. as I am. What is Vuelva de Vida? Um, I'm not sure what it is. It's some big, I think it's like, just like a big crazy seafood fish thing? and seafood cocktail of some some sort. But I think it's, I think the name is an implied it's a hangover cure kind of that's what it's bringing sure. back to life from um uh what was the the place you suggested today to go to that have you eaten at that place that you suggested um do you remember what you suggested no uh had a name and it closed at four o'clock oh, oh sonora town sonora town no, it's just come highly recommended. All right. Maybe I'll have a footnote where I like checked a, out Snortown. I haven't been around much. I uh so I haven't been able to check out the the latest and the greatest. Um how great. But we went to Avenue 26. What I've I have eaten there before. Mm-hmm. What did you what did you think? Man, I really liked it. I always love This is the second time you've taken me on a cool dark night to a uh, tent full of people buying tacos with insufficient lighting and that's one of my favorite ways i think is it to, a clear white moon uh clear white moon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i um yeah you know wasn't positive how the operation worked but eventually figured out how to get tacos <laughs> there stand in line you, yeah you stand in line well you know i was right you know you stand you start the line stand by the trompo guy sure. and you're like Oh, I'm not ordering this guy. He's just cooking yeah, and chopping. He's just chopping. And you know, I and the I got a steak taco and al pastor one. It seemed like they also had. Well, I heard people ordering tripas, so they must have had tripas. I wasn't. Yeah. There's there were several tins of meats that I definitely couldn't they tell had them apart. That big 
comal full of oil. And yeah, like and potatoes, which... Potatoes and onions, and I think that's where they put all their tripas and mm-hmm. buche and whatever. Yeah. Swadero. Yeah. I like, um, you know, I'd eaten... I could have definitely gone a lot harder at the place. I liked it. I like, you know, it was dark over the salsas where I wasn't sure what was getting on each of my tacos, but mm. it turned out the Alpa store was, I liked it. It wasn't, um, I actually prefer uh Alpa store that's come off the spit onto the griddle for a bit and then to the taco. So I was glad with that. I'm not as... Not as always crazy about just like the slicing it right on the slicing it right on that 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 um like um strata looking slice of mm. pig layers. Uh, I like I like it a little chopped up and crispy. Minced up, there. Minced up crispy it up. Uh, no, there wasn't pineapple because they or wait maybe there was pineapple because it went from the grill to the um to the tin and from the tin to the taco. So they may have had a, uh, you know, I'll have to, I'll have to check the, check the camera for the photo. Uh, but a few years ago, you took me to this place. You said I'm gonna take you to the Bellevue Steakhouse for some tacos, and I had a hard, you know, you tell me you're taking, you tell, you tell someone you're taking to the Bellevue Steakhouse for tacos, and they try to imagine eating a taco in a in a steakhouse, but it's. It's just a table at the side of a road. Yeah, it was three years ago. Uh, come, no, coming up on four. Um, that I loved a lot. Hey, guys. You may have noticed that Lucas sounded pretty quiet while I was talking about Avenue 26 Tacos and the Bellevue Steakhouse. That's because his recorder got turned off, and we didn't realize it until a good while later. So you're missing hearing Lucas talk about the Alhambra Illegal from Tacos Cuernavaca and his discovery of the now super famous tire shop taco shop but we do get it we do a take two on tire shop tacos in a second here but while i'm talking i'd just like to remind you to follow taqueria el taco on instagram and twitter at taqueria el taco and to email us at taqueria el taco at gmail.com and write and review us on itunes also follow lucas at at lucas peterson and also at Frugal Traveler on Twitter. The second one, that's his column for the New York Times. And also look for him on Eater and Lucky Peach. And check out his Eater web series, Dining on a Dime, on YouTube. And follow him on Instagram at Stale Twizzlers. Okay, back to the episode. Let's talk about Tire Shop Tacos. All right. Okay, sorry, technical difficulties. Um... Hey, thanks. That was a good, strong talk, though, oh, <laughs> about Tucker. I think Tucker. we skipped over. We can just quickly go back over the tire shop talk because I think I got okay. that cut off. Oh boy! Okay. The tire shop taqueria where they set up. Um, I want to say like Tijuana style carne asada, northern style, on like the charcoal grill. At this in the parking lot of a tire shop. Where they do carne asada, chorizo, I think they do pastor, but they and they do tacos and vampiros, which are these little crispy tortillas they put on the grill for a long time. Um, but that was one of the first places that I wrote about for Eater. 
for street food. Um, and, and it, but it was very satisfying to then go back and see, oh, look, they have another table. <laughs> They've added a table. They've added a table and some more of the plastic chairs. Uh-huh. Like it was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that has anything to do with me. I I don't know, but like, I but it is like, but writing about street food made some people mad, mm-hmm. and they say you shouldn't do that because what if they get in trouble? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Well. I feel like on one hand yeah no one wants to get anyone in trouble but on the other hand on the other hand treating a very a substantial portion of the population at least in LA where there's tens of thousands of street vendors Mm -hmm. like there's something we should not talk about and should pretend publicly like they don't exist. I I don't know. The the street vendors that I've spoken to are proud of their work and I just don't see why they shouldn't get credit. They're they're they many of them cook great food and they make great stuff and in I mean of course if 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 they if anyone were ever to say please don't publicize my name or my business you, I would have to of course respect that but I haven't really encountered that I've I've usually only encountered people who are they're business people. They want to make money. Yeah. Like anyone else. They're yeah. just like, yeah, tell people about it. Because then I get more money. Like, mm-hmm. I was really worried about the corn man when I wrote about the corn man the first time. and Because I got flack for it. and um, But then I went, I, and I went back to visit the corn man on a number of occasions because I was like worried something's going to happen. Or too much attention would be called and you get busted and and he was just like yeah a lot of people came and we sold out early and I went home <laughs> thanks you know and I was like oh well good so I don't know I I think I definitely think street food needs to be legalized in Los Angeles some sort of legalization process because right now Los Angeles is the only major city in the country that does not have any process for having legalized street vendors which is crazy no legalized process but such a proliferation of street everywhere so when nothing's legal is everything legal but the problem is it's it's selective. So mm-hmm. like, you know, the 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 city and the health department will do they will crack down when someone phones in a complaint. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's like like a petty revenge thing like or, or a business owner that doesn't like the fact that someone has set up across the street or it and it becomes a thing where yeah you you're probably not going to get busted but you always have to sort of be afraid of that 
Mm-hmm. And you always have to be watching out because they can't, you know, the city can, if it wants to, come take all your product and throw it away, impound all of your equipment, and write you a citation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it probably won't happen more than once every couple years if you're unlucky. Um, but the fact that, that that's you, a big hit, you have to like always be looking over your shoulder and be afraid. And I think they just kind of want to make a living in peace, you know. Are vendors living in fear, working in fear? Yeah, yeah. I think it's constant fear. I think mm-hmm. it's a constant low-level state of fear, and. I mean, what's the argument? I mean, I I don't know. There there are arguments against, you know, from people make from health point of views, but you know, I I think there should be some way to get, you know, to to get people access to facilities uh commercial kitchens um there are some places that have that will that are renting out spaces to to street vendors um i understand people are people have health concerns not that people don't get sick in restaurants mm-hmm. um but and also that it's this sort of That well, like that guy who went on TV and was like, "Oh, there's going to be a taco truck on every corner." Like, but you people do make that argument. It's like, well, if you legalize it, then the streets will just be full of people selling things. Well, but see, I think I think if you legalized it, there'd be fewer, because in New York there's licensing and it's expensive, and so there's not a lot of trucks. Yeah, but they put a crazy cap on. New York is crazy because they put a cap on the permits, right? Right. That and there's like a waiting list, you and you can't even get on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. There's like a twenty year wait to get on the waiting list, and so there's this crazy black market of people like buying and selling permits. Hey. Oh hi! Well, should we pause? Well, why don't we just stop? Let's just rest. <laughs> Let's just stop. No, thanks no for having me, Brigham. Hey, thanks for talking about tacos with me. Thanks Lucas. for having me on your talk show. My taco talk show. Okay. Wait, now do you know how to stop it? <laughs> yeah. See you next time. Bye. Adios. Hasta luego. We now have your record company surrounded. Put down the candy and let the little boy go. Yo, yippee, yay, doggy dog's definitely in the hell.